I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast, home of unapologetic blackness, disability advocacy, pride and representation, and conversations that go there. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag DBDisabledPod. That's hashtag D-B-D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D-P-O-D. Let's get talking. Welcome to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast. This is a place we talk about life, career, love, faith, spirituality, society, and pop culture joyfully and truthfully through the lens of disability. I'm Kimmy. I'm Christine. And today we have Fats Timbo. Miss Fats Timbo in the house. And now, for the listeners that need it, we have a guest in the house, and there's always someone new in our midst. Hi, I'm Kimmy. And this is my voice. At this point, you might know my voice if you're a regular, but hey, this is my voice. This is my voice. This is my voice. Christine, how your voice sounds? Hey, guys, you may know my voice, maybe not. So this is my voice. It gets a little deep. It can get a little soft. But for the most part, this is my voice. Yes, this is my voice. <laughs> and that's my laugh. Yes. Now the guest, the queen, the dom, uh, Miss Fatima. How your voice sound, baby? This is my voice. This is my voice. Hey, this is my voice. This is my voice. (laughs) Why are we always ready to make a song? (laughs) So, this show always starts with saying, today I feel and this is in relation to the way our week has gone with our disability, navigating our disabilities and life in general. So hi, I'm Kimmy. And today I feel flustered. So work and working against the backdrop of the multiple chronic illnesses that I, you know, live with, but also fighting with my doctors and my pharmacy just to get my medication in time so that I'm not in the position I'm in now where I'm in pain and my pain is not covered and my body has not been with a very vital medication for about five days now and there's no sign of my prescription. It's been difficult. I broke down crying today because of my short-term memory loss, talking to, you know, council official about something to do with my um, care. It's been really, really, really tough, but we move. Christine, how have you been? Um, For the most part, I want to say me and my disability, we're fine. We're meshing well. 
And as every day as I continue, I get kind of like more comfortable in my skin. <laughs> I shared with Kimmy earlier a new little celebration that I have. I don't know if it's super appropriate to say here, but I am just learning to love myself. However, I will say people, people are trying me and their ableist views are really trying me. So people, please ableist because you're trying me and I don't, I'm not for the play play, the tomfoolery, hopscotch, jacks, none of it gonna get into dog park lady and she needs her own like episode and expanding on that but people been trying my sis yes yes it's been a long week but ah, i'm here i'm happy i'm alive so fatima mm, the lady of the hour how have you been i've been good for the most part i'm just trying my best to stay consistent which is me 95% of the time I feel like I'm just focusing on how to level up how to work together with my babes because we recently moved in together and yeah we're just living life really and I feel like we just want to elevate even more so every day we're just finding ways of improving ourselves you know I bought a book yesterday not yesterday a few days ago, but I started reading it yesterday, How to Influence Family and Friends by Dave, Dave something, don't quote me, but Dave. And yeah, it's like opening my eyes on how to talk to people, how people, how how to be liked by people, you know, as an influencer, you need to be learning every single day. So that's that's how I've been feeling. Listen, I don't think you have a problem with anyone liking you. It, to know you is to love you. Like, good old Dave and his book, like, we love him and he's going to teach you some things. But how to be liked is not one of them because you are an expert. In the thank you. Thank you. I want to be even more of an expert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, anti-warning. Right. In this house, we say fuck. And shit goes down. We're grown. We pay taxes. So we might as well get some privileges, i.e. cursing, you know, doing grown stuff, drinking, you know. I mean, we get taxed at this point for everything. The only thing I'm not taxed for in my life is saying fuck. I enjoy a tax-free, hearty, fuck. <laughs> operation affirmation baby so today's affirmation is how others see me is none of my business how they speak of me is more of a reflection of them than it is of me i am impenetrable to negativity in our community alone we are subject to people's unsolicited opinions. We're subject to people's uh, views of us that are unhealthy. But also, there's just negativity, just just messed up people in this world, right? So um, how are we feeling after that affirmation? I've, I believe in that 100%. Like when people try to troll me, and I say try because you can never troll me, I'm just okay. that girl. You know, I'm just that yeah. girl that don't, I couldn't care less 
and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I couldn't care yeah. less about if you don't like me, if you don't like my content, if you don't like X, Y, and Z about me, you know, I'm still striving. Yeah. I'm still doing my thing, you know? So it's, 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 it's it, I mean, I mean, so like when, when I hear that, like it's none of my business, it really isn't because you can be talking about whatever about me, but really you're talking about yourself, what you can't do, you know? So I feel you. I feel that affirmation. Yes, most yes. definitely. We know I'm all about as long as my bills are paid and my and I sleep well. Like how you perceive me is none of my business. As long as you don't approach me with foolishness, now that's different. However, if me walking down the street with my kente out, living my best life, offends you, then be offended because I'm not change myself to make you comfortable especially not when I spent 27 years of my 29 being uncomfortable to make you comfortable miss me with that shit yeah yeah not gonna find that here so it's not my business go home and deal with it in your cry to your pillow I'm gonna be strutting down the street because I don't walk I strut yeah yes so how about that Love she that. pounds the pavement. She pounds it. If walking the dog, pound the pavement. Going yeah. to the shop, pound the pavement. Like <laughs> <laughs> she said, listen, this painted print prosthetic is out for a reason. Look, yes. but don't touch because no, they do no. try to touch. Do not touch. <laughs> don't touch. Do don't touch my touch. hair. Don't touch my leg. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna get a shirt. Kimmy, that's a shirt. Don't touch my hair. Don't touch my leg. Don't touch my leg. Oh, my. write it down. Copyright. Copyright. So, copyright. Copyright. Wednesday, the fifteenth of September, two thousand and twenty-one, <laughs> <laughs> at one forty-seven Central. Seven forty-seven. Seven forty-seven BST. <laughs> yes. We said it here, folks. We copyrighted it on air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So the crux of this show, I think, yeah, we are right. Today we are zoom zooming through this. Okay. Like just zoom zoom. We've got the keys to my beamer. Like vroom vroom. So um <laughs> the preface of this episode is following our symbolic participation in a landmark project, Black to Front by Channel 4. Black to Front was a noble and ingenious approach to amplifying Black voices, fostering intersectionality and bridging the gap by replacing all the usual faces you see on television with emerging Black talent. I described Fatima and I's participation as symbolic because it was a loud and proud representation of the disabled community in our beauty, grandeur and wit and our willingness to take ourselves from the traditional fringes of society to the forefront and the limelight in the name of representation. So we took part in Gogglebox, Celebrity Gogglebox. Black to Front was a whole day of programming that you'd ordinarily have on Channel 4. And we were participant in Celebrity Gogglebox in the evening. Now you've heard our guest you know, you've heard her voice, you've gotten a chance to already fall in love with her, but let me introduce you to our guest, the enigmatic, the funny, the beautiful, sweetheart that is my sis and friend, Fatima, Fat Timbo. Fatima is a 
comedian, actress, model, content creator who's found success on TikTok and Instagram and is the embodiment and YouTube baby and is the embodiment of influence and an influential existence that breaks barriers and blazes a new trail for content creators but also disabled content creators and influencers using comedy and body positivity to combat ableism. Welcome, Fads. Hey, that was the best intro I've ever heard, honestly. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, that's me. I do that, you know? But yeah, it's such an amazing thing right now because I've been doing this for years. Like, I've been doing this for four or five years now. And since I was a kid, even I, I loved acting, I loved dancing. So the fact that I'm doing it as an adult is just amazing. When I studied accounting, because my parents said, you know, dancing and all that is not a real career. That's what they said to me. I was very stubborn to keep it going as a side hustle. And the fact that I do it full time now. It's just amazing to me. And last week, us doing the goggle box, celebrity goggle box, even, you know, pe- like people come up to me now, say, Oh my God, I saw you on goggle box, you know, like such an influential show. And the fact that it was on, it was a part of uh, Black to Front, you know, the first all black broadcasting in the whole of the UK ever you know we made history you know we are part of history and it's insane it's absolutely insane I'm just so it's still surreal now thinking about it that we did something like that yeah yeah. I mean like reflecting back the process was so surreal like it was like a fever dream (laughs) like I get work with a friend we get to watch tv and eat snacks and that was work like just sit at home watch tv eat snacks <laughs> and that was but you know um it's not just like you you know you sit down and you're like just watching you know you also have to bring yourselves and i think after seeing our online personas they were like okay I think they could say something like they could say a little something you know and it was amazing to just be there and know that okay they were like okay these people are gonna watch tv and they're gonna say something of worth recording yeah it was so fun it was so fun like when I was watching it as well I was thinking, oh, my God, I am sharing a program with Tiny Temper, Michael Jappa, flipping Mo Gilligan. What? What? So you're so that's you, right? I understand. Yes. And same Z's. But for me, I'm a big drag stan. Like drag is my world. Drag is everything to me. Okay. So like drag race, anything to do with drags, all the girls that have been a drag race, all the girls that are drag performers, they are my queens. I follow them. I'm like stun. And so to be on the same episode as Tear Coffee. And Chase, I watched them last, like during quarantine last year. And I want to taste to win, by the way. And like when Chase signed her modeling deal, deal, I literally cried. I was like, oh, 
taste my baby so to be on the same um episode as them i was just like okay sis okay this is something okay let tell them to put this on your gravestone okay <laughs> hopefully mother that. you know wife sister friend whatever was on google box with taste into your coffee <laughs> like, honestly and we and we didn't know who would be on there with us as well that was yeah. the the most amazing thing we saw it after we were like raw like one of the basically we're with one of the top top black like celebrities of the UK so it it was it was very surreal and it's I'm quite honored even oh that's that's love they don't do celebrity goggle box Kimmy told me goggle box um what's that (laughs) so they don't However, I definitely FaceTime Kimmy and I got to see it. And just to see representation on TV. I mean, that's something here in the States that it's happening a little bit, but not like on something like a large platform such as this. It's just like knowing that there are just kids at home who just watching you guys. It's just like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's me. It's beautiful black women, even which is just even better. Just melanin dripping. And I love it. And just girls and little boys of all ages and races just like representation matters and like I'm super excited that the channel itself decided to open its eyes and be more inclusive because like that's a part of normalizing it and I'm super excited for the two of you to have been a part of that experience I was jealous on the snacks I could have put me like a pretzel in your purse and shipped us or something but <laughs> it was plantain chips they it was blackity black when i tell you ginger beer and plantain chips it was black you got you both now owe me ginger beer but i i love that that you guys got to have that experience and i more vibes of those in the future because like you guys are both doing great work and ah visibility matters and it definitely does it really matters so shout out to you guys <laughs> you know one thing thank you so much one thing that was so important to me was well two things one my medication box being next to me for my chronic illness warriors because that whole i take that whole box on a daily basis two my crutches being next to me because someone at home is a crutch queen and a fellow crutch twerker. Okay. <laughs> Love that. And you see that on TV. I I know I, I wish in my days when I was being turned over in bed by my family, when I was being watched by my carers and when I was like bad, bad, bad battling for my life, I would have turned on the TV and saw someone who is a chronic illness warrior like me on screen and I was conscious I was like okay so we're at home we're chilling so guess what bike is short thighs out cellulite out body positivity plus size girls massive you know so that was another deliberate as a plus size model um my background is in curve modeling and I was like these bodies of ours and I'm going to talk to I have a question for fat about like our bodies and our influence but it was a conscious choice to be free and fluid in my body because I know that for someone somewhere they're seeing themselves reflected 
they have stretch marks. They have cellulite. They're big old thunder, lightning. Listen, everything. Thunder, lightning, and the floods. Okay, amen. Hop, anyone? So it's a whole ministry. Okay. <laughs> so what, what about you, Fats? I felt amazing to be on there, you know, because like, yeah, I'm sitting there with my little feet and my little legs, you know, and I'm just being myself, you know. If I did that maybe more than five years ago, I think I would have been terrified. I would have been like, oh, my God, what if they would have said something about my arms? What if they said something about my my little legs or this, that? I would have been so self-conscious, but I just, I just rocked my bright orange outfit and just did my thing. What else was amazing is that people would have never guessed that it was me and Kimmy's first time meeting. We told the producers that. They're like, what? I thought you guys, like, been friends for years and that. I was like, no, it was our first time meeting. They're like, wow, you guys have great chemistry, you know? And it's because Kimmy brought such a, such a light to it, you know? And I just felt like it was perfect. The duo of us two going on Gogglebox together was absolutely perfect. You know, thank you for that. Yes. Thank you, by the way, for holding my hand through it. Now, preface, like we've got, we've done like group FaceTime calls and like sync, like FaceTime calls before, like um beforehand and talked on the phone and texted and like all that. But in person, never before. And we're always like, we're going to do dinner, we're going to do girls night, but never did it before. So our first time was working together. So I believe if we hadn't had that, like, before, that relationship building before, I don't know if we would have been as, like, natural, because it would have been awkward, like... I'm not an awkward person, so I don't think so. Like, I, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been awkward on my end, that's for sure. <laughs> It's not me. It's not me. No, I, I feel like I would have been able to turn on the the Kimmy, but it wouldn't have been as enriching as you the way you held my hand through it and the way you reassured me through it beforehand and the way, like, you know, you were like this is this is cool like we we does this this is okay because this is my first foray into tv in this way i'd done a news interview before but this was my first like tv gig and beforehand we share a, a um a, an agent and we you know we'd been meetings together that week before fats and i and our agent and and then i, I was speaking to fats afterwards i was like so uh so i see no trepidation in you sis you 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 ready to go use a green light and she was like oh uh, yeah <laughs> i was like okay me too mm-hmm. exactly there was no point being hesitant or feeling a type of way you know because this is I've got experience in it so I realized that if I made you feel comfortable and you know calm with the situation then you know make you feel good instead of making you feel weird and uncomfortable because it's not a a usual experience to go on tv national television you know yeah because I just acid twitter be kind because you know how Twitter gets. I was like, I hope Twitter is kind. I'm not going to check. But there's a temptation. 
the temptation is there. And when I was like, you know, ripping the video to repost, right? And I was um, seeing the tag and reposting it in our stories and stuff. I got to see a couple of comments on the, a couple of the pictures and the videos. And they were like, this is racist. Just focusing on one race is racist. Why just black? This is racist to white people, blah, blah, blah. I said, Kwasia, how dare you? We're having a moment. Don't bring your negativity. Which brings me to a review we had. This is not not dope like disabled stories. I just remembered. Someone uh, left a comment saying, and I quote, This podcast suggests the fact that women are inferior and whites should kermit Sudoku be your liked segment about the KKK. What segment about the KKK? That's what I said. I can't take and that serious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, okay, yeet, hail, laser beam, sir. What, what, what are we going to do with you? And when did we say our white brothers and sisters should go and, uh, you know, you know, self end? I don't know when I ever would use this. I mean, <laughs> people just talk just to talk. I don't remember ever saying the sentence white brothers and sisters. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, Since when? Savage, but like, I don't, like, when have we ever. No, read- that's me being diplomatic and saying, when have okay. we, I ever said for our white brothers and sisters? People, man, people's ego is really just like, people just really sensitive. So. Like, I just very fragile, very fragile people. I don't believe yeah. in turning down my blackness to make your whatever other like whiteness comfortable. I just don't. I've like we've did that shit for like four hundred years, my guy. Like <laughs> the topic, the heading was not dope. I was like, not dope. First of all, <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, so I made it a teachable moment. And I started, I said, this is not how you um, leave a a negative comment because where there's negativity, you kind of make it a teachable moment. But I also want to praise the positive, right? So an amazing person, Jonity said, I love the way that they weave new stories through their lens. And mm-hmm. I thought that was beautiful. Thank that you so cool. much. So we got to see some of our downloads and where they are. Our listeners are all over the world. Mm. Countries I never expected. Like, hello. Hello, Finland. Hello, Kuwait. Hello, the Philippines. Everywhere. You know, That's amazing. Jamaica, uh, St. Vincent and Philippines. Global, baby. Yeah. Spain, after UK and Ireland, our second highest downloads are in Spain. Like, okay. Okay. hola, España. Gracias. Like, España. Mucho gracias. Hey. Okay. Gracias. That's all I know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're just learning the beauty and the... Pits and the pits, pits and the peaks of disabled influence, and this encapsulates our guest today, Bad. So I have a few questions for you, Miss Thine. You ready? I'm ready. So, what started your desire to get into comedy and content creation? To be honest with you, everyone said I was funny. Like the fi- the first one would be content creation, which is like modeling and doing all that stuff I feel like I've always wanted to get into that always as a kid you know I've I've always been into the creative sides of things you know so when I first started when I was like 20 I was just like I need to do more of this because I was I felt like I was representing for for my people you know I was representing people dwarfism I was representing black women I was representing for a whole demographic that I didn't even know so that's what made me keep on doing it because I knew I was representing I knew I loved what I was doing and I knew I was growing as well and then when I went on TikTok I just thought I'm bored I ain't got nothing to do in lockdown. I just want to make people laugh. Why not? Because people say that I'm hilarious. So why not? And then when I started doing TikToks and then putting my TikToks on Insta, I saw a whole new growth. I was on 50K. Then all of a sudden I hit 100K. The next thing you know, I hit 200K. And then the growth on Insta was amazing. But the growth on TikTok was just exponential bigger than what I've ever thought it would be you know I need maybe tomorrow or the next day I'll hit two mil but who knows that yeah I'm gonna hit two mil soon but it's it's just been a mad journey it's been a mad journey like I just feel like I'm, I'm getting sponsorships and things like that like it's just insane around this time last year I was fired from my office job I like the job that I got just after college or university we call it university here and um I was thinking what am I gonna do like do I have to take this on full time you know actually start making real money and I just put my whole grind my whole effort into YouTube TikTok and Instagram and here I am now in my own flat with my boyfriend so it works out sometimes that's so dope thank you guys yeah it works out sometimes you know i am so super freaking proud of you because when we first met and like you know we met through a mutual friend glenn and getting to know you and everything and then you know getting to work with you and and the way you've been so humble you're so unassuming 
those numbers and your attitudes and your conduct don't match. And it's a testament to who you are. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I appreciate that. It says a lot about you. Thank you. And if anyone wants to get into content creating, they're listening to this. You just have to keep going. Consistency is key. Think of creative ideas. If you have ideas and you're not putting it out there, what's the point? You're just wasting them. Just wasting the ideas that God is sending you. You know, you have to fulfill your desires and your dreams. And honestly, when you see yourself in a year or two, you don't know where you'll be. You don't know. And I'm not saying it's going to take two years. It could take four years, five years. But if it's something you love, you don't feel like you're working. So, I mean, you have had such an amazing path, but it hasn't been easy. What obstacles have you faced as a disabled influencer? The obstacles I've faced as a disabled influencer, I feel like it's definitely, I feel like I have to prove myself when people at my level at my level of following don't have to do much you know I feel like I have to overcompensate so for example with certain brands I'm still I'm still waiting to to receive payments for I still have to prove that okay I've got the numbers I've got the statistics this that and the other you know when really my following is there you know I'm influencing so I I feel like with a white influencer, they wouldn't have to face that whatsoever, which is annoying. And then the, let's say, for example, like a shoot or something, they always need to consider the accessibility, making sure that nothing is too high for me, that I need to re- that I, I'm able to reach things. But besides that, it's been, it's been okay, you know, it's been good. How does ableism show up in your world? Like, besides this, like, in your world, how does ableism show up? Mainly through the trolls, you know, I think. I don't really pay attention more time nowadays, but at the beginning when I was learning how to ignore them and put it at the back of my mind or internalise it, you know, like, people would say horrible stuff, as they still do anyway, but, you know, just talking about my height, saying the M word, like, M word to me is midget. For me, they're not using the correct terms, you know? So uh, you can call me a little person. I prefer that more than... Even even dwarf, for me, is like, oh, that dwarf over there. It makes me sound like a mythical creature. Just call me Fatima or little woman. That's what... I would prefer to be called and even when I say little woman people say wouldn't you prefer to be called this that the other I'm thinking are you in my shoes are you in my shoes no you're not in my shoes so there's loads of like a lack of understanding like I'm explaining to you a reason and then you're like oh but if I was this if I was you're not you're not though hon sit down (laughs) be humble you know, that's 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 the ableism that I face. That they're not even trying to be empathetic. But I'm sure you guys have faced that as well. Like it's so annoying. We talk about ableism that we face on this show a lot. We have a whole episode about how I lost a friend to ableism, and we have an episode coming up about 
an, an experience that Christine had. But yeah, Christine. Yeah, ableism and I go together, unfortunately. Like, um, I want to say a kente print in my prosthetic, but um, yeah, no, I get ableism <laughs> every day. Like, I can't even walk my dog without experiencing uh, blatant ableism. I can't go to the grocery store. Um, and it's just, um, it's uh, people just really feel the need to speak. Yeah, they love to talk. They love to talk. <laughs> they love to talk. And it's just like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really I, had a, I had a weird experience when I was in America, in LA, when a former friend of mine, we went to 7-Eleven and with any grocery store shop whatever I need help reaching for things and I asked one guy in the shop to help me and he helped me get a red ball and afterwards he was like oh can I ask you something and I was like uh okay (laughs) like in in the UK we don't we don't really speak to each other like we don't speak like that unless it's important so he was like okay um I've never fucked a midget before. <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah. Did he just fucking fetishize you? Yeah. Give me his address. I'm mailing his ass a glitter bomb. That's not okay. I was just, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't even say anything. I was just like. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. On the behalf of the United States of America, I apologize. <laughs> but every time I hear about the state, like, I always think of that. Every time I think about the states. <laughs> think. Oh, yeah. I mean. Sexual references in ableism. Yeah, but they fetishized me a lot there. A lot. I experienced them. I experienced it the most when I was there. So, yeah, like, boy. The thing is, is like, I feel as if like disabilities aren't, or people with disabilities are not as visible here yet. I feel like America's a little behind the curve. It's like they do small, small things, like maybe a Nike commercial or, you know, First year that the Paralympics was actually kind of like broadcasted, but I also think that that's because it was a whole world thing and not just an America thing. Yeah, I'm still yet to see you know outside of shows specifically for people with disabilities. I'm yet to see people with disabilities in a lot of these normal ass shows. Like, and I say normal as it's like the regular TV shows. Like, it's like people with disabilities in America almost have like that's where you go. Like, even the Olympics, I personally don't like those two. That's just me. <laughs> even the Olympics, like, everything is like, you guys are over there, and then there's the rest of us. And to me, that's all division. And so um, America needs to get its, um, its life together. Because Definitely. It's ableist AF with the capital AF. And a dra- yeah, I mean, the history of the Paralympics is that there was there weren't Olympics to uh, for disabled people to begin with until there was I don't know which Kennedy it was that started the Special Olympics and then it evolved into the Paralympics. So it's a lot more like evolution. It's more digestible. The, the it's, name. Yeah, it's evolved a lot more. Yeah than I would say we we were in the 80s. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's become a show of 
like you know sports prowess and and we're here we're here to stay and we deserve our own respect and their athletes and heroes coming out of it being celebrated for their sports talent and grit and hard work versus just look at this disabled person who can throw a discus look at this person who can walk or who can run you know i love the fact that it exists I love the fact that it has changed and has, as you said, evolved over the years. Um, I think it's amazing. I just, you know, we're, this is 2021. I really hope within the next five years, <laughs> we just continue to evolve, evolve and continue to just be more and more inclusive and um, educate ourselves and are more knowledgeable about how the tone that the the culture that America has um, when it comes to people with disabilities and how it's very um it's toxic and it's ableist period yeah 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 definitely America that's America this is America this is America uh, you know, Miss Fats, you were so intentional in the way you use your body. Them lingerie pegs gone. Oh, oh my God. Sis takes books and busy with the brand deals. Like, we know. Like, you're using your body as a statement for body positive influence in such a beautiful way. How have you reached this place of self-love and like this place of radical self-love and like, I'm going to love myself and I'm going to teach you how to love yourself? I think when I first did Nudude, when I was 20, when I first did my first ever modeling shoot, any type of influencing ever I think that changed my life that was insane I was like I'm doing what I've always wanted to do and I'm so scared at the same time like at first I was like oh my god I'm naked like like I was so self-conscious and then all the other models were just walking around like you know (laughs) strutting their stuff and I was thinking why am I scared why am I scared yeah I might be the littlest I might yeah I might might be the only one with um a disability here but so so I think when I got to that point I realized that I can do this if I keep having that attitude it's going to take me far and it has it has so since then I've been doing like lingerie and things like that and it's just taught me to really love myself and it's changed a lot of people's perceptions about body positivity you know to love themselves and enjoy the body that they're in because that's the only body you're gonna get yeah i modeled for new nude as well as a plus size model and i uh zainab was the disabled model um because she has a prosthetic um limb as well and she has a limb difference and Zaina was on the podcast last week it's it's so funny that like three ex new nude models uh, you know have are in dope like disabled the community you know but yeah that's bad it's very very it forces you to put yourself out there because we were at holland park in the middle of the park, like at the Japanese garden, sitting on stones. I was like, this stone is coming up my ash. Oh my gosh, it hurts. Like, I don't have enough cushioning back there for this. <laughs> like, it was so painful. And 
but it the pictures i i still repost them there's one on my page right now of me and zainab and you know zainab i was a plus size model zainab was a disabled model we had angelou was who's filipino and then we're the tatted model i can't remember her name and another model and they are very diverse so i can imagine that environment is so diverse but it also highlights who you are as a representative of your community and it makes you step outside yourself and you're like you know what no I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this exactly it really does force you out of your comfort zone that's I think that's the first time I proper went out of my comfort zone in a while and I've I've learned to always step out of it because you learn way more way more when you come out of your comfort zone you don't learn jack you don't learn jack if you stay in there you know so it's definitely it definitely taught me a thing or two like Zainab I think me and Zainab did our first ones together so meeting her was it was it my first yeah it was meeting her was really cool because I met people with disabilities like I, I was actually exposed before I really wasn't at all like I was always the only disabled one or the only short one you know yeah it kind of helped me open my eyes to actually meet others as well with disabilities it was it was really good it's just showing me that like naturally taking my kit off and and posing in public it doesn't it's nothing for me all the lovely lady I'm about for like this is a listening like the medium here is listening I'm a big girl I'm a big 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 girl and being a curve model and my part, I haven't, I've I hung up my coat. I've not, I have a photo shoot coming up on the 2nd of October. What am I talking about? But I haven't, I'm not doing it full time, but taking my kit off in the middle of nowhere or just like for the camera, it does nothing to me. I'm just like, well, you're going to see some lovely ladies of today. <laughs> Get ready for the home. <laughs> Gives you a whole different body confidence doing stuff like that, isn't it? I mean, Christine knows a little something about that. <laughs> I do. I haven't done it for like it's something that I am roll. I need to buy some lingerie. <laughs> like it's something that I'm going to roll out in my Instagram. But like I was getting people really putting me in this box of like inspiration and trauma porn and not seeing me as a person as a or as a woman so I kind of like rebranded my Instagram and all you just see is like body shots and through that you know I um <laughs> yes all you see is ass but go on all you yeah. see is ass no that's facts and all you see is, it's, it's a lot of I have some cake itch this is this is all vocal I have I some love cake that. I love it. And you know what? Being able to just feel so comfortable in my body. I mean, walking, it just allows me to just walk with so much just confidence and knowing that I just exude sex appeal. Like, I know you want to taste me, but you can't taste yes, me. Yes, babes. Yes. <laughs> it yes. makes you it makes you love yourself so much more and it just makes you really comfortable. And, you know, me and my whole journey with accepting my uh, my limb difference and having a prosthetic and walking and you know, only having one leg, it just has allowed me to really blossom into this woman that I, I often say I live every day as a woman that I never thought I could be. And a lot of love that posting half of my ass on Instagram. And it's not just my ass, but there's definitely some ass shots. So 
Love that. If the walls of Christine's home could speak. <laughs> Yo, if the walls of Christine's no. <laughs> Kimmy, can I say it? <laughs> I mean the most delicate I, manner. In the most delicate, the most delicate manner. In the most delicate you manner. I a cost to worry about. <laughs> I live alone and I have newly just re become in love with myself where the rule in my house is clothing is optional. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that rule. I have a big mirror like in my living room. So I'm just walking like, okay, Christine, like hit those angles. And it just all comes just from me just showcasing just a little bit of skin on Instagram and to the point where just like, I am just in love with all of me, including the parts that are missing. Like, because <laughs> more than just my leg to me, at least is missing. So it just makes me just accept all of me on a whole different level. And I just love me. And it's just body positivity. You only get one. And finding a way to fall in love with your body and yourself. The great prophet, prophetess RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Love somebody else. I love that. It's, it hits it's, me every it's, time it's, he says that. Yes, every time, every time. Yes, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm very much subscribed to clothing optional. You know, I do have a a a sports bra addiction. Like, it's just a thing. It, I don't know if it's a comfort thing. Someone told me that if you just let you know the babies hang, they will sag. And I was like, listen, we are doing enough hang time. Can we not? Like, can, can, can we not? Like, so ever since I've been like, I sleep in it, I live in it. Listen, we are like Nike sponsored me. Like at this point, let's 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 hold up. Let let's hold up the future. Like let's hold up the heirlooms. You know. <laughs> But um, I was laughing at uh, my carer was, well, so I, I was in my, you know, I don't know by, you know, and you know, got to have your pants on. But I just had a daishiki on, walking around, nothing at the bottom. And I was like, I look like Winnie the Pooh. Like, literally, it's just a t-shirt at the top and nothing at the bottom. Monday through Sunday. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know what? I'm so I just I'm in the company of such amazing ladies. And you know, I'm so proud of who you ladies have worked yourself up, you worked at yourself to become. It's so beautiful, fats. You are growing every single day in your influence and you've reached success and reached milestones and seen numbers that some people don't even dream of you know <laughs> so how does it feel like looking back I feel like I'm not where I want to be that's that's what's scary I don't I'm, I'm nowhere near where I want to be so I still got a lot of work to do I'm happy at where I am but there's still a lot of, a lot of work to do so I'm just going to keep working, stay hungry, keep striving for where I want to go, you know? The universe has taken me somewhere and I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep keep at it, you know? I, it feels amazing, it does. But, you know, if I, if I stay comfortable, then I'm not going to be where I want to be in the next few years that's it that's the sign of a successful woman in at present but also in the making that's a sign of an icon in the making thank you thank you i try me <laughs> you know, I, I try me i try 
No, you know what? We usually end this show with a say with your chest. Say, say with your chest. Hey, say, say, say with your chest. What guilty pleasure are you defending? What happened in pop culture that has annoyed you? Who do you want to show with your love and why? To be honest with you, in terms of pop culture, the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen those outfits? Mm-hmm. I saw Rihanna looking like a cozy road man, yes. Bruv, nah, I wasn't feeling it. She was bringing, she was, I don't know what she was bringing. And then her, her man, why does she, why does he look cold? Grand why does he look like he's bringing a blanket to, to the Met Gala and he's freezing? <laughs> I don't understand. Listen. And Kim Kardashian, what are you doing? What are you doing? What the all black thing. Couple? What she wanted us to talk about her? That's exactly. Someone was like, you know, that that was not a joke. That was for real. She really wore that. So I was like, that wasn't her. It was a joke. She posted on her Instagram. I had to unblock her to see that she posted on her Instagram and then reblock her. God. Unblock. Unblock. (laughs) I may or may not have all the Kardashian dinners blocked on my social media. That's so healthy. That is very healthy. (laughs) So healthy. There's an app you can buy for that. Whose who's who's outfit was your favorite? What the heck is her name? Oh, Chloe Bailey or Halle Bailey? Which one? No, those two, but the main They girl look amazing. Zoe. The girl who yeah. plays Zoe, I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yara Shahidi. Yes, hers. Hers is beautiful. I like the hood. She looks so elegant, so timeless and classic. But I liked hair. I liked Iman. You know the one with the oh, the beautiful. angel angel looking type outfit on. Oh my god! She understood the assignment. She understood. I know who that was? At first. Yeah, she did. It took me a few days to realize who that no. was. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I was like, who is this? And I was like, oh, that's who that is. Get it, girl. I'm biased because I am I adore Iris Van Harpen. So Gabrielle Union and Iris Van Harpen will be yeah. that one moment. Straight away I was like, that's Iris Van Harpen. Mm. I, I, I was I was upset with Sierra's outfit. I'm not even gonna lie. What is that? No, Jersey dress? She actually understood the assignment more than people understand. The, the so the the theme was America, um a lexicon or whatever. Okay, what's more American than American f- football? And she's also like giving a tribute to her husband's jersey. So but do it well. Do it well. Do it in a nice outfit. It wasn't nice. Not in a not in a horrible outfit. It was God. With shoulder pads, which I got at football. But You're trying to be a big slime, I don't understand. I think she understood. Not Nickelodeon in the nineties. And all she needs all she needed was the orange shoes, orange heels, that then she'll be Nickelodeon. Walking Nickelodeon slime, honestly. Because oh. I think she understood the assignment because she captured American culture in essence, American football, the, the Seattle Seahawks, and she gave ode to her husband. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and she made it sexy with the cutouts, you see? So she gave a silhouette. I don't think that was sexy, but we can... Look, fat is like... It looked, it, looked, it looked like the outfit was missing. That's what it looked like. A bit of the outfit was missing, to be honest with you. But, you know, each to their own. Oh my god, 
savage. I just, I, well, I look I forward thought to it. Kimisha was savage. You find out it's I, mean, I thought Kimmy was savage. Yeah. Just a little bit. She's hey. a savage. I love it. I love but it. what would you like to say with your chest, Miss Christine Equa? <sighs> All right, I'm going straight violence. I'm sorry, I'm not giving love. Mm. Mm, and I'm gonna try to t- I'm, I'm try to tone down my passion because I'm noticing sometimes I get really passionate. People think I'm angry. Get ready, facts. Do not walk up to anybody with a disability off jump and ask them why they have a disability. Have some tact because I'm not going to ask you why your face looks like that, and that'll be disrespectful. <clears throat> Respect me, and I won't read you respectfully. Thank you. I, I don't even smoke and I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Fats, were you ready for that? <laughs> like, nah, I wasn't ready. I'm still shaking. <laughs> I'm still here, like, trembling, babes. I'm sorry. I should have gave a warning. I said I was choosing violence. I said it. Oh, you said it. And I still, I still was finished. See, it's all right. I'm a gymnast. She's bringing violence. I'm a gymnast. No, but I hear what you're saying. Even when people ask me, I'm like, I don't know. What you want? What you want me? It's been happening too much. Someone once almost hit me with their car, and when they rolled down the window, they asked me what happened to my leg. Like, ma'am, you. Why is it your concern? Oh, I snapped on her. Somewhere in the world, there's a recording of me snapping on a a, um, a lady in her privilege. What, a, a Karen? A Karen. A Karen. She was so close that I, this is how far, I barely reached out to tap on her window. That's how close she was to hitting me. Oh, wow. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. No, so. I, I feel you on that. I, I have way too many people that are like, oh, you did you hurt your foot? Oh, 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 no. did you? Your mom should have hurt you. <laughs> I make the floor. I'm like, I have had 20 botch lumbar punctures, therefore my spine is See, but Kimmy, it's that part. It's that part that bothers me. No, 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 no. I have intensity and, and give them eye contact. And I'm like, my spine is wrecked. I'm in constant pain. And I take 84 capsules of medication a day. And I mm-hmm. want to they feel so uncomfortable it's it for me it's 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 like the discomfort i know like i know how to get people because like you literally look at look at them with intensity in the eye and i'm like do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back to what i used to when i was a little kid and people used to ask me oh christine what happened to your leg well we grew up poor and so one day we drew straws and it was decided that i would have to sacrifice my body so my dad chopped off my leg and he ate it for dinner that is hilarious that what a great plan that's a great plan listen make them even more uncomfortable like don't don't they think that it's uncomfortable asking you that question like it would make you feel uncomfortable you would think so, but people without disabilities and their privilege, like, that, it's my favorite one. It's like, I wanted to offer you a word of encouragement. First of all, be encouraged by you out of all people whose hair looked like who did it, what did it, and how come. <laughs> like, do you not see me? I'm in booty shorts, walking around in platform shoes with sunglasses with my head. Exactly. So- living your best life. My best life. And you're going to come and enter. Excuse me. Can I offer you a word of encouragement? No. You've lost the privilege to call me a savage ever in your life. If you ever, Christina, I'm going to bring this moment back. 
You're rubbing off on me, ma'am. It's you. It's you, Sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't turn your child out. You're rubbing off savagery. Oh my goodness. But um, my say with your chest is that we recorded this on World Afro Day. So happy World Afro Day. But no matter how, like we said on our Instagram, no matter how you rock your crown, kinky, curly, coily, wavy, straight. Came on. Cape, okay. Old to, okay. Under the wig. Okay. Old to the stories of our ancestors that live on in our heads now, aka. Oh, Your Afro is not unprofessional, a dress code mm-hmm. violation, unkempt, ghetto, or an extreme hairstyle. Please join us in protecting Afro textured hair and de- defending young black and mixed race students in the UK from the discriminatory disciplinary action they're facing as a consequence of their natural hair. So we have a petition in um, the link in our bio on our Instagram at Disabled on Instagram. Please sign that petition on change.org. We need to protect these students who are getting excluded who are getting penalized for the hair that grows out of their head the way it does that's naturally that's unfathomable so join us on world afro day you're gonna hear this a a bit later but please still it's still valid to sign this petition it's imperative Please, please, please sign this petition. And as we close out, this has been such an amazing show. Uh, you know, some shows are just so natural, but there, there's also magic. And this has been a beautiful, like, mixture between just natural and, and you know, magic. So our closing segment is the harmony for the homies. So... We've come to the part of the podcast where we part ways and we hate to see you go, but we're sending you off with a blessing and good health and protection and prosperity. And may your God bless you, baby. Special thanks to our guests. Okay, Ashe. Amen. Ashe. All of that. I mean, I mean, everything that you say wherever in your dialect, say it. A, a special thanks to our guest, Miss Fat Timbo. The yes. magical, magical, so magical. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. This is thank a black you so girl. Much, I'm, tempted, I'm tempted to go with this black girl magic because this was. Oh, you better say it. <laughs> and I hope I've offered a word of encouragement to anybody out there listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. I hope you like us as much as we like you. Join us for bi-weekly episodes where we'll continue these conversations. In the meantime, connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dope Black Disabled and follow us on Twitter at Disabled. See you soon.